Happy Ramadan, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Kalam Cast podcast. Given that a good number of people tend to think about zakat during Ramadan, my guest for today's episode is Munir Abdullah from NZF. He spoke to Kalamcast a little bit about zakat and the nature of the work that is done through NZF. My apologies in advance if the audio has been compromised. Uh, as I can recall, there was even a train that went past when the recording took place much before Ramadan. In any case, there's some good information here and anyone who requires further information can contact them directly. This can be done either through their website, which is nzf.org.au, or it can be done over the phone and their number is 1300-663-729. Hope you benefit from the episode. Jazakallah khair, brother Sheikh Fartan, for the opportunity um, today to speak to your uh, audience, alhamdulillah. Um, so, NZF, um, National Zakat Foundation, we at National Zakat Foundation, um, we are an organization that um, guided by our vision to establish uh, pious, confident, selfless and self-sufficient Australian Muslim community uh, where no individual in need is left abandoned. We aim to provide the Australian Muslim community with an end-to-end zakat service uh, and also enhancing the financial well-being of both zakat payers and zakat receivers in Australia. Okay, so, so what is it that you actually do? What is your role over here? Our role is um, to implement zakat which is the forgotten uh, pillar of Islam. Many people, they're not aware that zakat is uh, need to be paid and the way how to pay zakat. And zakat is one of the pillars, not just uh, accepting as one of the pillars, but also uh, implementing it. So we seem to uh, find many people, they're not aware or they, they don't have enough um, sufficient knowledge about zakat. So we're here to educate people, we're here to create awareness, we're here to collect and distribute zakat for those in need in Australia. Okay, that all sounds very worthwhile, mashallah, tabarakallah. Uh, but for those who are considering paying zakat, why would they necessarily pay their zakat to NZF rather than uh, another organization or somewhere overseas? What makes NZF different? A uh, very good question. Um, if you go back to the teachings of Islam uh, from, you know, back from the uh, time of Rasulullah and the Sahaba uh, and the Tabi'een, uh, zakat was implemented in a way that to empower a community, the community where um, Muslims live together where they pray together, they eat together, they celebrate together. So zakat is the financial uh, social support that we give to our local uh, needy people. And NZF is here to do exactly the same. NZF is here because we feel like uh, uh, this pillar was forgotten. And everyone who thinks of zakat always think zakat is always 
uh, or needs to be sent to overseas as if we don't have anyone in need in this country, as if we don't have um, anyone uh, require zakat here. So we're here, inshallah, um, to help anyone, anyone who wants to pay zakat before who wants to receive zakat because you know, if you don't have the understanding of zakat, then obviously you will make a lot of mistakes um, when you come, in, when 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 you want to pay zakat, uh, and also when you want to um, receive zakat. So there's people receiving, uh, people who are unemployed, for example, here in Australia, they may be receiving benefits from Centrelink. Uh, do you think even with such instances of uh, social security in place that there is still a need for localized zakat um, subhanallah and this is the mindset that we found uh, with many muslims living in australia uh, the first thing that comes to mind is we live in uh, a society or in a you know in a, in a um, country where the government looks after its citizen that's correct but do you know there are people who are not entitled to the government um, support. They're not entitled to Centrelink. In fact, um, just forget about NZF. You know, before NZF, hundreds of years before NZF, uh, there were the Salvation Army and uh, St. Vincent, Brotherhood of St. Lawrence. They were existed in Australia and they used to, and they are supporting a lot of, um, you know, people living in Australia. Just think about it, subhanAllah. We came, or NZF was, uh, existed because wants to implement the pillar of Islam, first and foremost. Secondly, yes, we do have a lot of refugees, asylum seekers, um, you know, people in crisis, um, people who are falling behind for many reasons. It could be um, health-wise, it could be, um, you know, domestic violence, it could be, um, there are a lot of people, alhamdulillah, that they come to NZF because they are in need and we do the right thing, you know, we, we have to be there. I, I believe if we're not going to look after these people, then who will? And you know the answer, who will? So I take it based on what you've explained, you're of the opinion that Zakat should be given locally rather than overseas? Well, look, um, I don't want to be given fatwa here because I'm not a sheikh, I'm not a scholar, but going back to the scholars of Islam, um, you know, going back to our books and what they say, it's obvious that all the four madhab or madhahib of Islam, they all referred to zakat to be uh, collected and distributed locally. The only exception is when there is no, no one in need in the locality, then zakat could be sent. And we have a beautiful story of Mu'adh ibn Jabal, actually when Rasulullah um, sent Mu'adh ibn Jabal to uh, Yemen. He actually gave him clear evidence and clear um, instructions to collect zakat from those community uh, members uh, and then give back to those community members. From those rich people, give back to the 
to those um, poor people in the community so that everyone is empowered in the community and everyone is you know united uh, because zakat creates brotherhood creates solidarity creates power right so this is what we believe and subhanallah when we uh, started this um, charity organization, National Zakat Foundation, we knew, like we knew there are a lot of people going to churches and um, non-Muslim institutions for support. Uh, but subhanAllah, as, as soon as we opened, a lot of people start coming because, you know, if you really don't open your door, people won't come to you. So yes, there are people. Yes, Zakat should be local first local first and this is where i you know always say local first we're not saying do not send overseas but also share your local divide it you know give some here and give some overseas so that you you inshallah use zakat is um, accept so that you know those who need they will make dua for you whether they're here or they're overseas mm. uh, in your opinion is there an issue with a muslim going to a non-muslim organization for support very good question i'm not sure if everyone followed my or accept, um, received my email um, last week there are organizations existed uh, because they have specific agenda right um i would say even nzf existed for a specific agenda zakat is prescribed for muslims also to give muslims zakat is to also preserve Iman, right? And we all know that, subhanAllah, when a person is in a lowest, um, you know, emotional um, feeling, they they, they, they entitled to do anything so that they can survive. They are entitled to do anything. They they could, you know, you know subhanAllah, they could uh, fall into crime. They could, um, um, you know, they could do anything so that they can they can have that money right they 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 even they happy even like you know some of them unfortunately they they go and change their religion they accept other religions because we as humans subhanallah we always look um if you go to the muslim um in a hierarchy you will see we need food we need accommodation we need clothes we need health subhanallah and whoever is going to give us that actually um, we will follow them we will accept them because they are the means for us to survive so i take it based on what you are saying that if a muslim were to utilize these organizations it might potentially push him further away from his own values is that what you're saying that's correct okay. that's correct so the cat is here to actually keep them uh, muslims uh, to keep them, you know, believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to bring them close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to remember that zakat was first and foremost was prescribed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to do that very action, very, you know, to bring them back to Islam, to connect, to connect also the, to connect them into Islam and to the um, Muslim community because they will always think, I've got Muslims in my back. Mm. From what I understand, a lot of this issue pertaining to zakat, it's linked with theology, according to your understanding. That's correct, yeah. Mm. That's correct. Mm. So you're linking it towards belief in the akhirah and belief in 
Exactly, and and all the five pillars of Islam, in fact, they are has to do something with uh, believing Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. You know, when you believe in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, by, by you know, when He's saying Ashhadu an La Ilaha Illallah, you witnessing that there is no God worthy of worship except Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Basically, you your iman, you show, you're talking about your iman, and when you're talking about um, salah, you know, it's coming close to Allah Subhanahu. You're connecting to with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Um, when you're talking about fasting, you fasting, as Rasulullah said, you know, um, fasting is for me, and I'm the one who will be rewarding the fasting person. Um, when you when you talk about pilgrimage, you know, you're leaving everything to go back and in, 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 into the house of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Um, so it's the same thing comes when it comes to zakat. Zakat is zakat is um, you know something to do with with the iman as well which is the financial which is the emotional so it has all the aspect of iman so for you zakat is very much a holistic thing everything mm. yep okay so having said that what kinds of cases do you generally deal with here in the office subhanallah um we we deal with a lot of cases you alluded um, to them earlier. Subhanallah. Yeah, we've I've, I've already mentioned some, but um, we deal with uh, a lot of asylum seekers and refugees, people with um, people bridging visa holders where they have no income at all, no income at all. And I, I would like to um, repeat this: asylum seekers, the government will not recognize them. We have a lot of international students where they work and study. Imagine now, um, alhamdulillah, COVID-19, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect our community. COVID-19 um, made the issue, you know, general and everyone was exposed. You know, everyone was on the clear air for everyone to see that there is no enough job. And what will happen if people are to lose their jobs? Subhanallah. But imagine we've been dealing with these cases for years, for nearly seven years now, with people uh, losing their jobs and they're not entitled to any government support. Like, you know, a student, for example, comes in, you know, something happened back in their country, international student, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking here, um, where they, 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 they have been supported by their family overseas. If anything is to happen back at home, they have no support. They can't pay their university fees. They can't survive. They can't pay their rent. They can't buy food. So, and this, I'm talking about, you know, hundreds and thousands of these people, subhanAllah. Um, many of them, they work and study here. Um, obviously, but, you know, funerals, subhanAllah. You know how many funerals we, at least we have three to four funerals every month. And we all know, no one can deny how much a funeral will cost. SubhanAllah, I'm dealing, I'm, as I'm talking to you, inshallah, I'm going to be calling and following a funeral somewhere in Australia. Mm. For those who don't know, how much does a funeral cost? SubhanAllah, I just, we had to transfer $9,000 um, for a funeral. Let me give you this. And this is happening as we're talking, SubhanAllah. A sister approached us after 15 days. The mosque refused to bury the brother because she has no money. Wallahi al-Azim. The body was for 15 days in the hospital because no one wants to do the service unless this sister 
has to pay the money. When she contacts us, we have to call these people. We have to call the Imam so that he can start doing the service so that they can take the body. SubhanAllah, honor this brother. Imagine this, a poor family. In Australia, the cost of funerals between 9,000 to 14,000. Just ask yourself, SubhanAllah, do you think every person, every individual or every family has that money saved somewhere? No, we don't have it. So it's a big disaster. And that we have to think about it, you know, we don't need zakat here, then I, I, I get, I'm, I'm guessing you're thinking everyone has that money at home. Is that, is that what everyone thinks? This is just one example. Um, SubhanAllah, we have, uh, I can tell you, SubhanAllah, NZF has received, you know, over 1,800 refugee cases since 2013. Refugee cases, SubhanAllah. It's just... You know, we, we, we distribute over 8 million until today. Mm. And the numbers keep going, subhanAllah. Right. I think about 1.5% of the entire, the entire zakat in Australia. So we, we, we collect around $2 million a year, which is nothing. Um, you know, we, we did um, some sort of um, statistics about the Australian zakat uh, last year, and we estimated about $70 million every year is coming out of Australia, and we only collect $2 million. Mm. So, I mean, when I say $70 million, I can tell you, um, I can tell you, um, you know, a lot of people, they don't pay their zakat. A lot of people, I'm, I'm not saying this is paid, but it's supposed to come out of Australia. But subhanAllah, um, it tells you that we, we need to do a lot of work. So even when you're working in these particular issues, you know, sometimes you have negative feedback which is taking place. So alhamdulillah, we do have qualified caseworkers where um, they can do all the casework, where they can, um, you know, request the paperwork all right bank statement um you know rental if it's you know the, the request is for rental assistance um they go through they talk to the landlords and they talk to the agency agency um if it is um you know medical issue we can we have the the, the consent to call the hospital doctors so we do background check you know we we happy um, you know, we do a lot of work, you know, uh, before we decide if this person, if this person is um, zakat eligible zakat recipient. Okay, so is there a difference between NZF UK and NZF Melbourne or Australia? Yeah, big difference. NZF Australia. Um, <laughs> NZF Australia is for Australia so we all kind of take the same concept local zakat but our policies our um, initiatives our uh, approach are you know different different in what way different you know in the way we operate different in a way we um, you know distribute zakat um, I mean not not to say the um, the policies, alhamdulillah, as I said, we have um, we all follow you know the eight categories from the Quran, but the approach could be different. 
So alhamdulillah, we, we come up with our own ideas. So you're um, independent of... We people. are, yes, we are, definitely. So given that most uh, Muslims tend to pay their zakat during Ramadan, and Ramadan is coming up quite closely as of recording this, uh, perhaps it'll be this particular episode will be posted within Ramadan itself. Uh, the question needs to be asked is, uh, what particular campaigns do you have running for this particular month? Well, look, um, subhanAllah, we're going to run the same campaign that we always run. Um, in fact, previously you asked about the uh, negativity. Um, you know, one of the issues that we see or we, we experience here is we have limited um, zakat come in. So we have to really be careful how we distribute zakat. And that's why we say to the most in need. Is that as a result of COVID-19? No, no, I'm coming to that. But um, before that, this is as a result of um, not everyone paying zakat, not enough zakat coming to NZF. Um, SubhanAllah, I can tell you, everyone seemed to um, refer people to NZF. Everyone, like many people, when people, they just go, oh, go to NZF, but how many people actually say, I'm paying my zakat to NZF? So, you know, it has to be kind of two-way relationship. It has to be, you know, I pay my zakat to NZF, so go to NZF because they have enough zakat. It's because everyone thinks that because we are advertising, uh, you know, for everyone to pay their zakat with NZF, it doesn't mean, alhamdulillah, everyone is paying it. Everything else, subhanAllah, as I said, we only get 2% of the entire zakat in Australia. That's why we have to be strict in how we distribute this zakat. We have to be strict in, um, you know, who's, who should, who is entitled to zakat. So, alhamdulillah, this year, same thing. Um, we are going to go that path, you know, we're going to ask people to give us so that we are happy, you know, we're happy to, to, to support those in need um, for the entire year. Uh, as lo- as uh, Also this year, the difference like as COVID-19 is um, spreading, subhanAllah, we can see uh, the numbers are increasing by like subhanAllah for the first, um, I can tell you for the first uh, three weeks, you know, the number of cases that came to NZF increased by 50%. So now we can clearly increase by 50%. So I can tell you um, COVID-19 is uh, really um, affecting everyone. Out of curiosity, would that be due to the spike in domestic violence that is taking place as a result of quarantine? Um, This is one. Yes, it has been always the case, and we actually start a few um, initiatives to, uh, to to show the community we're doing something about it. And inshallah, a few projects are coming, um, Muslim projects, alhamdulillah. We always try to come up from um, Islamic perspective. We don't want to just go and do what others are doing, alhamdulillah. We look at it from Islamic perspective. We uh, always go to uh, scholars, and we ask them, you know, what is the right way to do it, alhamdulillah, and we listen to them. So inshallah, we're going to do something about it. Um, perhaps um, inshallah, after Ramadan, we're trying to launch a lot of initiatives about domestic violence and um, other other um, uh, you know, community issues, inshallah. Um, but inshallah, you know, problems are always there. We have to deal with, um, you know, with um, 
you know, carefully and, and, and uh, we, ha- we need money for that as well. Mm. So zakat is an is- essential part um, to change lives, an you know, essential part uh, into making things um, better than mm. how they are. And um, this is how we empower the community. So inshallah, inshallah, um, I hope those who understand uh, the issues in the community will support NZF because um, we can't just do it by ourselves. We, we, we are part of the community. NZF is for the community, by the community, inshallah. Um, we can only um, you know, face our issues together if the community is behind us. I think that's a nice ending to this particular discussion and this particular episode. But before we finish, I'm going to be doing something that I haven't done for any of the episodes so far. We're going to be playing a small word game. Whichever word I say, I want you to say the first word that comes into your mind. Is that me? That's you. Yeah. Okay, sure. I'm going to say a word and you say whatever word comes into your mind as soon as you hear this word. Inshallah. Ready? Okay. Mosque. Invite. Okay. Brotherhood. United. Money. Zakat. Problems. S- uh, solutions. Zakat. Paid. Community. Local. Imam. Education. Prayer. Dua. Okay. I think we're learning a lot about Brother Munir over here. So with that, uh, we'll try and conclude and we'll leave the final word to Brother Munir. Zakallah khair, first of all, um, for this amazing um, interview. I hope, inshallah, people, they will open up and understand what we do instead of... Uh, you know, one of you know, I would like to say one thing, subhanAllah. Um, many people, they hear of us. They hear of us, but they never contact us. They never come and see us. They never come and see what we do um, in reality, subhanAllah. You know, when you're at front line, it's different. So I know many people will be listening to this behind the screen. But wallahi, when you come in and, you know, experience the reality it's different, then your heart might, you know, change the way you see NZF. NZF is, wallahi, uh, something we as Muslims, we should be proud of it because, uh, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, it shows that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, you know, is showing us his wisdom through zakat. And NZF is um, our strength and our unity it is our um, you know middle point between our rich and our our poor people in australia this is where we connect so yes support nzf um and always we are open you know if if you know any person look subhanallah we openly invite people if you know any muslim they are in need please go to our website apply for them call one three hundred um, six six three seven two nine, and tell us if you need help. And Subhanallah, this is who we are. We don't say give us; we also say take from us. So this is my last word. Please, you know, support this local project, not for NZF, but first of all, because you're Muslim, because this is what Islam is um, commanding you to do, because this is 
uh, what the fard is. This is the obligation. You know, this is what you're supposed to do. So do it and do it with NZF.